First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. And welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pod of the Everyman, The Two Beers Podcast. Jordan and Drew slinging it on the reel for episode 168, doing the podcast with half our brain tied behind our back just to make it fair on all the other losers out there trying to do what we're doing. And do I do I keep bringing up Rashard Mendenhall every week? You, you yelled at me last week. Do I, do I, keep doing I mean, it? it's just it's it's a broken shtick. We're better than that. That's like a Skip Bayless thing. But you do. Hey, listen, whatever, whatever gets you in the mood, you do you. What you gets you. you in the mood, Drew? Uh, I'm trying to think of something more clever than Rachel Starr, but really just Rachel Starr, man. Gross. Britt Baker? Not not gross, but not original. Just trying I to was, think. I was hoping for something like the soft dew on the morning grass and puppies. And, you know. Poetry. Uh, I'm a, let me put my, I'm let me a, put my poems in you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sociopath for a number of reasons, but that's not one of them. All right. Well, can we talk about? Can we? Can we for our next pod instead of cracking beers? Can we? Can we somehow find this Woo Energy drink and crack those instead? Because it just looks hilariously amazing and poisonous. No. Uh, Let's assume <laughs> positions for the world famous two brews salute. And a three. And, and a, a two. two. And uh. Wait, let's see if I can get it here. Ooh, did you hear that? Did, did you hear that plunk? I just figured that was uh, the Ponderosa hitting the ground. No. Can you hear me pouring? I can. For the, for the first time in pod history, I am drinking Pumpkin my skin. homemade wine. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. I cracked a bottle the other day, and there's no preservatives in it. And I'm like, you know what? I got to I gotta get on that. And so You uh, you should have told me. I would have I would have cracked open the uh, the uh, I, I guess the cab. I, I, I finished I finished the California red over um, over New Year's. So I, I got to Now I got to try the uh, the cab. This is um my homemade Zinfandel that I'm drinking. Uh, what are you drinking? The nectar of the gods, my friend. Oh, is it out? I I don't know. It was in my fridge. I have no oh. idea. When, <laughs> I I have no idea when I purchased this. It, it was all. It probably is. It's always been a February beer, and and then they came out early, and now it's first yeah. week of January. So it, it might be. I don't. I don't know. I just I lose track of these things. All right. Well, you talk. I'm gonna go to Trogue's. Twitter I gotta. Account. I wanna. I wanna find. Um, it's just too far of a drive. I, I gotta go up next time I go up north. Maybe I'll do it Saturday. I got a wedding Saturday up there. I wanna go to Magnify Brewing and I wanna grab the Seton Hall IPAs and they've got the uh a blue milk, which is uh, uh a spoof off of the um what was the, what was the code name for Star Wars? Blue Monday? Um Is that what it was? Like the no. the it was blue something. Um because that was the that's what they Tw- called 12 the- hours ago Trogue said nugget nectar 
Wait, December 26th, Nugget Nectar Day. Oh. Yeah, is so they, you're... Is that a yeah. thing now? I guess. Oh, baby, I, that's great. Yeah. But whatever the blue thing, because that's, that's, that was the name of the uh, the Family Guy thing. Blue Wasn't it Blue Moon? Maybe that's what they called it. Yeah, it, or, but uh, that's what that's what the it's like. It's blue milk, and I'm assuming I'm assuming the beer's blue. I don't know, but our uh, our friend over at uh, NJ Crafts Brew is a uh, a magnified brewing guy, so I gotta imagine it's tasty. Blue Harvest. That's that's what they called it. You're right. There it is. Blue Harvest. There it is. That would have sucked if we would have forgot that, and not brought it up. I mean, I can. Up the right name. I mean, I can. Oh, fair. Well, I mean. If you want accurate information, this this isn't the podcast for you, for my friend. All right. Well, um, boxing's back. Brief break. Brief Real break. Real brief. Real brief. Brief break. Brief break. Um, uh, the blood. The blood. The the blood. The blood maker. The right. blood. Nah, the blood. Uh, the blood, blood, blood. You hit the skip button. What I was trying to think. Of, I was trying to think of a cool nickname for him. We need a cool nickname for. We French. call him the body snatcher. Did we call him the body snatcher? In that, that, that we, we were I mean, we were the only ones calling him the body snatcher, but yeah, we were. Because that's I guess that's Boots' name, the body snatcher. Not, not even. That's Or um, Mr. Catch a body, my bad. Yeah, the the body snatcher was The Body um, Snatcher. Virgil Ortiz, baby, back in business. Mike McCallum. Yeah. Or Dillian White. Those were the original body body snatchers. Uh, anyway. Um yeah, Virgil Ortiz, back. Hopefully his He's body back. shut down when he goes to cut weight. Hopefully. Uh, so far, so good, my man. Uh, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm not, I don't want to get my hopes up. I just, I don't want to do it. At one time, yeah, we we were mentioning him in the same breath as Boots and. He was David, there. He, David he Benavidez was, and, you know, top five under 25 his, at one point. The, you know, for for all the for all the talk about, you know, when you talk about, you know, guys are too young, they're inexperienced, they're not ready. The one thing that I really liked, uh, which is why we haven't given the nickname, that I really like about and it is impressive about Virgil Ortiz is, like, his commitment to body work. Because a lot of times when you got these strong guys that are they're young, you know, I, I won't call them weight bullies, but you know they're young, so they're probably at a, a, a weight. A, they're able to get to a lower weight class they probably shouldn't be at, so they get to um, manipulate a little bit more power. Usually, you see them going just going for head kills, you know, like just headshots. And uh, you know, but the Ortiz just doesn't do that. Ortiz, Ortiz would, you know, as, as our our buddy Teddy Atlas would say, he'd he'd fill the basement. He he would fill the basement with water and then go for the head. Uh, which for a guy that's you know at such a young age, it just was always impressive to me. So you know, I I didn't think he would necessarily beat some of the top guys like Crawford and Spence, but like I wasn't worried about him getting overwhelmed by them just from a, a standpoint of I think, you know, he's he's got a lot of a lot of ring smarts and um, you know, Robert Garcia. I think Robert Garcia is still his, his trainer. Um who I like a lot. So he's back in business. He's at one fifty four now. Just like you said, I I'm not even gonna attempt to um say that that condition that he got twice trying to make weight at 147. Sorry with an H, but I can't, um, uh, for the life of me, I can't think of it. And, uh, who is he fighting again? Uh, some guy, um, uh, some, some guy, guy. some guy, he's fighting some guy. It's really uh, some thanks. guy. Yeah. Uh, Fre- Fre- Frederick or something. That's yeah, like fine. But listen, John, first, Jack Frederick or 
first first fight at 154. So I, I'm all about it. I, I just want to see Virgil back in the ring. I just want him to see him. I want to see him lighten Frederick, up. Frederick Lawson. I want I want to see I want to see him lighten up lighten up kidneys like he's he's losing um, operation. Just just like that light that shit up to the body, uh, and uh, and get back in business. So free free on the zone. Like yeah, that's why like I don't. It, the, God, the, the zone description uh, subscription is so like just uh, I'm all over the place because like I get mad when they do some of these stupid pay per views, but at the same time like I I get to watch Virgil Ortiz fight for free, so not free, but you know it's not a it's not a pay per view. Okay, yeah, yeah. What else we got? We got Barboza's fighting this weekend too. You tell me, bro. All I know is that you brought it, you brought it up you brought it up to me on, on our on our pre call today about Barboza. Our pre-call? Well, we're doing pre-calls now. I mean, that was that was that's what we did. Really, at, like, pre-calls? That's what we did. Really? So we did at two o'clock this afternoon while I was walking my dog. That was our pre-call. Uh, yeah, no, Barboza is fighting. <laughs> um, I guess the only other interesting news is that uh, top what top rank didn't um, I don't know if he didn't resign or like what's the deal, but uh, Jose Ramirez is uh, fighting his next fight with Golden Boy. I mean, after he refused to fight for the belt, I know, I know. I listen. I don't. I don't blame them. I wouldn't. Um, you know, I. It, he's a. He's. He's damaged goods at, at, at this point. And I mean, uh, what, what would those negotiations be like, Jose? You. We've tried to give you multiple fights. You keep turning them down. We will give you five dollars on your next fight. Yes, uh, like, I just. It just makes no sense, man. It makes absolutely no sense. Um. I, yeah, we didn't want to fight Tiafimo. Didn't want to fight, uh, you know. That's probably the probably, he probably made a big mistake not fighting Regis. Because listen, like, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe he actually gives Regis. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to take, I don't want to take anything away from Devin. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, maybe Regis just was off his game. What he might have, he might have caught him off his game, like the uh, the fight before Devin, and could have got his world title back, and then he could have got the Devin Haney fight, and got, had a big money fight. So it's uh. It doesn't make any sense. I don't. I don't understand. He that guy just doesn't. He doesn't want to take boxing seriously anymore. So, um, but if Bar, my my guess is if Barboza wins, that that'll be the first fight. Um, it'll be Barboza versus uh, Jose Ramirez sometime in April or May. If I had to guess. Sure. Yeah. Not. I mean, I don't really care. But that's what we got. Um, I think that's really it for boxing. What uh, what, what potential fight? What what fight are you uh, most looking forward to here? What in twenty twenty four? An potential fight or real fight? Um, both. Give me one of each. Uh, I'm gonna take the easy way out. I'm gonna say real fight. Better be a versus Callum Smith. Oh, how is that easy? Because it's soon, and uh, it's gonna be a banger. I like that. I mean, it's next week. And then the, yeah, and then the potential fight again, piggybacking off that, better Bev versus Bevel. <laughs> wow. So I guess you're just you're completely writing off your Usyk, Holly. Like, that's not going to happen. Usyk and Fury. I mean, I mean, it's signed. Or are you just? I, I'm. You're just not I, pumped for it. I I don't know. I just. <laughs> Not the way I'm excited for better be of Beevil. Like, yeah, it's fair. I, we're just going to have to deal with so much Fury nonsense leading up to it that I'm just going to be like, dear God, just fight and just <laughs> Like, I'm excited for the fight. I'm not excited for the build-up. Rabbit! 
Rabbit! Rabbit! Belly, I'm coming for you. Oh, and that, that, that's probably ridiculous of me to say because it's probably going to be good buildup, but like, oh my god, like it's just... I, until it happens, I'm I'm just sick of hearing about it until it happens. Oh so. man, that's funsies. That is funsies. I'm uh, I gotta say I'm I'm looking I'm kind of on on the books. Uh, it's Fury Usyk for me. I I still I just you know I wanna I don't know I'm just I'm just so intrigued by by Usyk if he can do it. Like I I didn't think he'd be Joshua and he did. He's gonna be Fury. I've been telling you I, since the beginning. I, and if he does, that's just so awesome. Like I just, you know, this. <laughs> uh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Uh, what do you call it? Video or screen record Coppinger when Usyk first moved up to heavyweight and was getting the Joshua fight. How he just like shit all over him and be like, "Is this your king? Is this your king, Mike Coppinger, and your turtlenecks?" Um, <laughs> I'm just. I'm just so. I, I hate that guy. Uh, I'd just be so pumped for it. It'd be so cool uh, for Usa to do that. So I, that's what I'm most pumped for. A fight the that's, fight? Uh, Saudi Arabia. God bless it. Um, I don't want. I don't want to say Joshua Fury because I feel like that's less of a chance to happen in 2024. Just because of, uh, I assume that there's going to be a Fury Usyk rematch, regardless. Um. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited. I've talked myself into getting excited for Devin Haney versus Ryan Garcia. I've talked myself in I've talked myself into getting excited. Yeah, I'm I I will be. I mean, I, any any Devin Haney fight I'm excited for. Yeah, even though like I don't know why. Even even though it's even though it's just incredibly it'll be incredibly one-sided. I just I I just kind of want to see I want to see how much grit Ryan Garcia actually has. Yeah. And look, the, the, I'm I'm with you because like People are like clowning on Ryan Garcia, and I'm like, look, I, look, I, I don't know. I mean, the guy went from like being in his fields, not being able to fight, to running towards every big fight he could possibly. Yeah. Make. Like, I... can we give the guy some credit? Like, I don't care if he's not the most polished or the best, or like he has power and he's trying to make fights. Like, I'm. Yeah. I I have totally be 180 on Ryan Garcia. Like, I... I'm a, I'm a fan of his now, and like he just he. Like he ran. Who else is running towards tank fights like that? Like, and you know he came back and looked awkward versus the other whatever the guy's name was. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for it. I agree. Yeah, I, I just I'm uh, I'm I'm I don't know I because I, at first I was like eh, whatever I don't need to uh, I don't need to see that shit. Um, but yeah, I I just. I want to see what he's made. I just want to see what he's made of. I, I was turned off. I, I was I was very pro Ryan Garcia after after the whole tank thing, and then I I was anti because then I didn't like how I, I just don't I don't like when guys start making excuses but try to make it seem like they're not making excuses. That just bothers me. Um, but I, I'm I'm back in if he actually makes if he actually makes a uh, if he actually goes towards Devin Haney and doesn't waste all of our time with Raleigh Romero. I'm going to be very impressed impressed with Garcia. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, even if he fights Raleigh Romero, I think that I think that him uh, getting a, a belt would be good for a David Haney fight because then at yeah. least it, 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 it offers a little bit more relevancy. Like I'd rather see Devin Haney versus Ryan Garcia for a belt than Devin Haney being like, well, I got to go fight Raleigh Romero to collect all the belts. Like, yeah, I just I, I just have no interest in seeing Raleigh make any sort of money 
he's just awful. I just I just don't care. Um, yeah, but somebody has to get the belt off of him. Yeah, that's true. I also the other. I mean, Tio Haney is would be awesome, but I just I, I don't see how they ever get the money for that like to work. Like I just I can't see I just can't see team team uh, team Lopez just making the concession that they would need to make for that one. So yeah, agreed there. I I, I just I just don't see it. But that's what I got, man. Those are my uh, those are those are the fights. So that's that's boxing. Okay, quick and easy this week. Quick and easy. Like go from prom night. And there it is. Um, baseball, nothing's going on. NASCAR, we're a few weeks away. Um, NHL. I, I've been wanting to make release the Kraken. <laughs> yeah, the Kraken. Uh, I. You know, I usually try and watch the uh, Winter Classic. I, I I do too. I blanked on it. I don't know why I didn't see it. But all I saw was the highlights of the players walking to the rink, and they were like throwing the fish for Seattle, the Se- like over the players' heads. That was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to say that um, I need to put my fire Mike Sullivan crusade on pause because like he's actually totally changed the way the penguins are playing which that usually doesn't happen for a coach like that like it's very rarely a coach is like you know what we're playing completely wrong i'm going to change everything and everything i've asked them to do they're starting to do like they're dumping and chasing they're forechecking they're doing some neutral zone trapping they're, and they're playing tight in their own defensive end to the point where they're blocking, like, tons of shots. And consequently, their goalies are on fire now, uh, last night aside versus the Capitals in Pittsburgh. Um, but, like, they just went 7-1-1 one, and one in nine games before they played the Capitals last night. They're within two points of the playoff spot. They would be in the playoff spot if they could have pulled that out last night. Um, and, like, they're just – they look – good all of a sudden they're and their their plus minus is around like a plus 12 and everyone around them in the standings is is in the minuses um they're for their goal differential so that's that usually means that you you know you're going to separate yourself so sure i i think i am I'm, I'm very surprised that the coach like switched it up like that and i'm very excited like malkin's been looking great like like we're back like we're season back on. I'm I'm excited. I, I it, w- it was kind of inevitable that they were gonna have to trade Jake Gensel uh, at the trade deadline uh, because he's an expiring contract and you know they're not gonna be able to give him fair market value. But now they're probably gonna have to hold on to him because they're right there to make the playoffs. So um, yeah, this is very interesting season uh, the Penguins are having having. So uh, and they're starting to get a little bit healthy too. Raquel back. Brian Russ is back. Also, speaking of getting healthy, um, Connor McDavid is now third in points. He missed five or so games, maybe five, some five, six games at the start of the year. Um, he has like 53 points in 33 games or something absurd. So, and the the Oilers are one point out of a playoff spot. So, they got that ship righted. Um, Write that shit, baby. Yeah, but uh, other than that, looking at the where where do I have my app on the playoff spots? Um, 
No, not not that. Uh, standings. Um, Rangers holding down the top spot, uh, one point behind Boston. Ra Rangers number one in the Metro, Boston number one in the Atlantic. Um, but Tampa Bay and the Devils are currently out of a playoff spot, which is interesting. Flyers Philly, in one? Phillies are still hanging on. They have 43 points. Uh, Washington is 42. I, 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 I appreciate you uh, getting their name wrong. What did I say, Phillies? Yeah. The Flyers. Um, yeah. I think so, the surprise of the league so far is Vancouver, 51 points. Second most points in the NHL, tied for first in the uh, West. Um, you know, they've been building that team for – couple years now and here we are they they've arrived yeah D didn't know that anybody think that they'd go from ah, i can't remember if they missed the playoffs last year or not i think i think they were out but not like ridiculously far out they, not that they like missed in the final week anyway yeah they're jt miller on fire they are they're they're clicking not to be confused with tj miller <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> uh, wait what was uh Ehrlich Bachman. Ehrlich, Ehrlich Bachman. Which Jin Yang? They they were in the <laughs> Pacific Northwest as well. Vancouver, and uh, Silicon Valley. Three pointer. <laughs> what is this Europe? <laughs> so oh good. my! So good, man. So good. I love it. All right, that's all I got for the NHL. Just a little little nugs. Uh. Do you do you want to say anything about the NBA? Um, I it's pretty wild. So I I don't did, did I don't we talk know. about John Moran's dance. We did. I, I, I'm uh, I'm joking. I I I know I'm giving you. I know I'm scaring you with my like. Uh, uh, um, I find it now. Nah, you know, I just find it interesting because so now whatever the new insane algorithms are for uh, X or Twitter, or whatever we're calling it. So my most of my buddies are from North Jersey. Um. That like send links and stuff on the regular, and so now I I get I get peppered with New Jersey Nets or Brooklyn Nets basketball tweets. It's it's really annoying. Uh, I can barely find boxing because nobody shares boxing tweets with me because you don't share tweets. So like all this other crap floods my timeline, and like Nets fans are going nuts over the team's performance and like Jacques Vaughn the coach. I just, I, I'd love to sit down with someone from that fan base and be like, "What did, you, what did you think your team was? Like, this is a team, this is a team that outside of the start with Kevin Durant last year and Kyrie, like, were below 500 when they made the trade and acquired Mikael Bridges and Cammy Johnson and some of those other wings that they that they that they picked up in some some various trades, like." You're you're at best you're you're a 500 basketball team, like that's that's what you are. And um, like I I I say this all the time. You know, I mean, you know, I'm notorious for joking about Kevin Durant Jr. Uh, when talking about Mikael Bridges because I think I, forever I gotta live with the uh, oh, oh my god I can't believe the Sixers traded him in the draft when like he would have always he was always going to be traded at some point that season. Like Mikael Bridges, I I, I really like Mikael. Um, despite him being a Nova guy, which we all hate Nova. Um, but listen, he, he is, he, in an ideal situation, he's the third best player on a championship team. That's it. 
Third best. Like, I understand that, you know, if you give him high volume, you know, he'll have a couple 20-point games and stuff like that. But guess what? He'll also do what he did in the NBA Finals and have seven eight-point games because he's just not like he's he's a he's a I don't want to say role player, but he's a role player. Like, that's, 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 what, that's what he is. He's a high-level role player. Um, and so, like, you know, the, I, I just don't understand. I wish, uh, I wish some fan bases, like, they're just crazy. They're calling for Jacques Vaughn to be fired. It's like, dude, you, you got, you got $40 million on your bench in Ben Simmons. Who's played like three games. Not that it would matter because he sucks, but like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's wild. Some of these fan bases, like I, I think I got it bad. Like when I, when I got to deal with the Sixers, but uh, some, some of these other fan bases are just out of whack, man. So they they've got like they've got like my kind of agita and like they don't even have a hope. So, so the Lakers uh, are seventeen and seventeen oh. in, in the tenth spot. Oh, yeah, they are. Didn't they win the in season tournament? Sure did. So like what three, what exactly three, happened? They're three and seven. Well, I mean, you know, they they played a bunch of lousy teams except for Phoenix in their pool. And Phoenix, when they played Phoenix, they played them without the, uh, what do you call it? They played them without most of the most of the, th- the three games they played them. They played them without their, you know, at least one of the, um, I'll call it the big three of those guys. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's just a mixture of they're playing better, like they're playing the top teams in the league, and you know, I I know the coach is getting a ton of shit because of his rotations and the lineups, but. You know, I, I don't. I don't really know what else he's supposed to do because I, I don't want to make it a LeBron thing. But like, what I if I if I were them, I would say I would go to LeBron. And be like, listen, man. Um, I we don't forget forget like this. Like, hey, you're getting twenty five seven and seven stuff. Like, we need we we need you just to play play defense for as much as you can. We're gonna play 30, 30 tops thirty two minutes a night. We need you to give full effort on defense because the problem is offensively they need to play um, Austin Reeves, but he's just not a good. He's an awful defense. He's just not a good defender at all. Like he's serviceable, but like not really. Or D'Angelo Russell, who again is just not a good defender, and they're running into issues because they're putting like LeBron is guarding pretty much at all times the fifth, the fifth, the fifth worst guy on offense. That's just going to be sitting in a corner, and LeBron can just kind of roam, which means like you then can't you're then you you can't play Austin you can't start Austin Reeves or Russell because now you have a whole nother defensive liability that you're just going to be getting exploited on. So they're giving up too many points on the other end, and then they're giving LeBron like they're the way that they're staggering LeBron minutes is they're he's coming out early in the first quarter so that he can he can play with the second unit to start the second with more energy to so, just, you know, LeBron, I mean, LeBron's still one of the best players in the league and, you know, but when you put him against other people's bench players, he, you know, he dominates them. I, I would just scrap that whole fucking thing and be like, dude, like we, we just need you to give maximum effort for as many minutes as you can tonight. Like we're not worried about you needing to conserve energy to put up the same 25, seven and seven bullshit. And then I think you could play more optimal lineups where you can put it, you're not getting hurt when you have Reeves and D'Angelo in because you're getting LeBron playing all-out defense for the 30 minutes that he's going to play. That's my opinion. Like, and I'm not, I'm not hating on LeBron at all. I just, I just think that you, 
you're 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 painted in a corner when part of the game plan is you know we got to conserve LeBron for three quarters as much as we can, and, and you know and even on offense like I you know I, I I would I would think I think they're more optimal if they can have Russell and Austin Reeves handle the ball a little more and have LeBron like cutting from the wing and maybe that and setting screens and playing more off of Davis. And that might take up more. That might take up more energy from him. But like I, I think that if you if you got if you had optimal LeBron for thirty minutes versus you know LeBron just being able to put up his offensive production for thirty eight minutes, I, I think they'd be in a better spot. So we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, it's still early. I mean, it's you know they're an older team. Like they're built more for a postseason series. They just they just gotta get in there. I just I just think it's funny like the cycle we go in here with. Um, you know the Lakers. The Lakers had the best off season. Like there was, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody thought any differently about that. Like that was that was pretty much the general consensus. Like maybe, and some of these guys haven't played because of injury, and some just aren't playing well. But you know, at, at some point you got to look and be like, maybe maybe they need to change the way they're playing, and really really just commit to playing through. Davis has been awesome. Uh, like you know, for this he's played the most. I think the most minutes in the league this year, and. I think he's averaging 26 and a half, 13 rebounds, uh, four assists, like almost three blocks a game. Like he's just been tremendous. Um, and he's been, he's been even better the, over the last 12 games. Like he's been, he, he's arguably been the MVP, you know, a top five player and top five MVP kind of guy. The team just isn't winning. They just need, I think they just need to take a step back and be like, what's, what's more important to us and just see what happens. So, they're going to be home for the next. I think they're home for the next five games. So we'll see if that if that makes a difference. Um, you know. And again, I'm not for. I'm not shitting on LeBron. I'm not. I'm not taking shots at LeBron. I, I just think that. I, I just think they they get put in a bad spot when, um, you know, the, it seems like they're playing more to conserve him versus getting as much out of him as they can. If that makes does that make sense? It does, but I would enjoy this a lot more if you were just shitting on LeBron. And I just, I, I don't, like, I don't, I don't want to do that because I, I just, again, I, I still think I, I know I don't. you're you're giving actual basketball analysis, and that's not what I yeah, want. Yeah, like I, 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 I think I, they'd be better I want, off. I want chaos. <laughs> I want chaos. I think they'd be better off with like LeBron, you know, do, getting getting them eighteen, like eight, eighteen, six, and five, and you know actually being able to play because people people are going to throw defensive metrics at you and say oh my god you don't know what you're talking about he's in the top this 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 you know why he's in the top of certain categories who, who does he share the floor with for 90 92 percent of his minutes and i did the math so yes this is an that's it that's an accurate stat who does he share the floor with anthony richard davis who is the defensive i now on the betting odds i'm sure he's not on the i'm sure he's not the favorite but he's one of the top two or three favorites right now he he is the best defensive player in the league there is nobody with and, and Wemby's not there like i know Wemby's Wemby might end up averaging four blocks a game but like davis's ability to cover like the entire from the three-point line down to the rim i mean do we need to spell it out for you what's that the, the listeners, do we need to spell it out for you? The, spell Davis, Davis's defensive prowess. I, I guess I'm just saying, like it's you know it's that's why that's why his numbers are are where they are, and you know he doesn't get the other guys on the team get hit when you know when he's like when he's playing center field and getting steal like he'll he'll grab steals and get blocks when he's are, you know are the other guys on the team also have similar defensive metrics. 
Uh, some of them do, but some of them don't because when he then cheat when he cheats off of other guys, um, like when he's roaming, like and then his the guys that he's roaming off of get backdoor layups or open shots. That doesn't go against his metrics. That goes against the closest guy that's to them, and he's like roaming off those guys. So like the stat again, you can manipulate stats like any way that you want. Um, so it's just a bad it, it's a bad way to look at it the way that um the way that they do that stuff. So I, I'm just saying watch a watch a basketball game, and if you th- if if you're honestly gonna sit there and tell me that like you're watching LeBron play defense and it's like oh he really is a great defender, I I just I don't I. I don't know what to tell you. Grow up, Peter Pan. <laughs> I I just don't know what to tell you, and I just think it, I just think it hurts them because I just think that they they can't play the lineups they want. I do again, I, and I said this last week and went on a rant. I I just I love the Cam Reddish bullshit. I, I f- inject that shit into my veins, man. Inject it. It, it Cam, Cam Reddish. It's it's it, it's unreasonable for Darvin Ham, who by the way was the most sought out outside of the Celtics. Um, the the Celtics assistant and I think it's hand not handy ah fuck I can't remember his name he's the coach of Utah now um outside outside of him Darvin Ham was the most sought after like coach the year that they hired him LeBron was all on board for this guy everybody was like this is this is this is the right hire and now apparently he's trash because one it's like oh well you know guys guys not allowed to learn on the job because he's you know he's, he's got to be on LeBron's clock and it's like. Why? Why again? This goes back to the Chris Bruce Harcourt. Why? Why is it this guy's birthright that like he's got to be on a content like a like a like a ready-made contender? Like, it, it, are we are we worried about the Lakers here? Or are we worried about LeBron James? Like, I don't give a shit about like LeBron James's time. Like, I I want to as a, as a guy who like was a a hardcore Laker fan with Kobe and still roots. I still like root for the Lakers. Like, I still want the Lakers to be successful. Like, it's not just about him. Like, I, I just don't give a shit. Like, I, I if if Darvin Ham's like the guy, like I I don't care about you know maximizing fucking lebron james like i just don't i don't give a shit like i want what's good for the long term of the you know of the franchise but like this thing about like oh my god he's playing cam reddish and vando blah, blah, blah. it's like I, I it makes no sense that you're going to tell me that cam you're going you i was yelled out and chastised about cam reddish being like um <laughs> be, he, he he's he's good enough to be dependable to shoot game winning shots but he's not it's it's unrealistic to expect him to make wide open shots in the first 46 minutes of games and like cut to the basket with open space like just stop stop telling on yourselves guys Let, let's just stop that nonsense um the Knicks made a trade. Sorry, I guess we forgot about that. Even though I was rambling here, um, they got oh, fi- finally the Raptors realized they weren't going to get five first round picks for OG and Adobe. And is he, uh, is he actually good? Um, I think he is. Is is he five first round draft picks good? No, I, I think he is a a solid third or fourth best player on a championship team. Good. All right, give me a comparable to OG and Adobe. Yeah. Um. Lamar Odom. No, stop it. No, 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 no. Um, like, he's nowhere near as good as Lamar Odom? No, 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 no. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, oh, let's see, who else, who else? I'm just um, try, I'm, I'm trying Jeff, to... Uh, Jeff Hornacek. Uh, Impact-wise, I'm not the same. I'm, I'm thinking of, like, the like the type of player. Um, Tony Kukoc. Uh, uh sort of kind of uh let's see i, I don't know you're we're, we're going off the uh charles oakley 
Ah, he's better than Charles Oakley. Um, Tracy McGrady. <laughs> oh, you're fun. You're fun. You're fun. Uh, Listen, he's very like he's he's in my opinion he's he's a Latrell Sprewell. No, I I love Spree. I love me some Spree before he went crazy. I think he's very comparable to Pascal Siakam. Like I think I think Siakam is a little. I think Siakam's better offensively. Um, but I think like they're kind of in the same. They're kind of in the same um, realm of 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 like player type. I I that was a guy that I wanted the Sixers to go after. I just didn't know what kind of draft capital it would cost them because they don't have any young players. So the Knicks, it cost the Knicks uh, the Maple Maple Mamba. So they brought uh, Canada brought R.J. Barrett home, uh, who's under contract. Uh, Isaiah, not Isaiah, is it Quickly? I forget Quickly's first name. I always call him Isaiah Quickly. I don't know if that's if that's his I, actual. I think that is. Yeah. Is it, yeah, Quickly, who's a free agent at the end of the year, who's going to cost more money than the Knicks were going to pay him because they already have enough small guards. Um, so that's you know that I assume that's somebody that the Raptors are 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 going to try to sign long term. Um, so they were able to get two young players, and then like I think they got a, sec- a second round, p- some second round picks maybe. Um, so he went for way less than I thought he. I thought he was um, that he was going to go for. Um, I-, I thought he'd be a perfect guy to kind of play you know, for the Warriors to go after here. And again, for the Sixers, I just I just want to you know I want I want a defensive wing, a guy that I can I can really trust to lock somebody down. And I just I don't I think that's the one thing the Sixers don't have. So now he's off the board. Um, I, I like it for the Knicks because I don't I don't I don't think they really gave they didn't really give anything up though no, they said now that's thirty five point I think it was I think it's when you look at Barrett and quickly that's around thirty five points a game of offense and I don't and obviously he's not going to make that up so I'd be curious to see if there's another move I I don't the I, I feel like the Knicks front office has been pretty smart here the last four years and they haven't caved to like press the media or fan pressure after. They made the playoffs that year that, you know, not the bubble year, but the year after. Um, and they haven't, they haven't done anything extreme that may change if they make the playoffs this year and they're one and done again, or, or they're one and done, or they, they, you know, they're in the play and miss it. Maybe they make a panic move. I, I'm not, I'm not going in for Donovan Mitchell, man. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like him. I, he's listen. He's a, he's a, he's a very good player. I just, there's just something about him that doesn't scream winning player to me and I just I don't I don't believe you can have that much money tied up in your backcourt um it's it's a Dame Lillard you know you're basically in a Dame Lillard Jalen or Dame Lillard CJ McCollum situation where you have you know over 60 percent of your salary cap in two guys who pretty much do the same thing only one just does the uh, does does that thing way better than the other so I just I hope they don't do that. I don't. I don't know what the next move possibly is for them, and I don't know what their cap situation is. But you know, things are turned around for the Knicks. You know, I, um, we didn't talk a bunch about them with Tori uh, when we did the two for one last week. But you know, Julius Randle was was hilariously like I think statistically the worst player in the NBA for the first. Th- what was it the first three weeks of the season? Like it was like ugly and like really bad. And like he's like turned into base maybe an all an all uh, an all NBA team player here uh, the last month. Like he's been really was good. Any, was there any doubt? I don't know. It's really it's just really weird. Like I don't <laughs> I I don't know how you how you go that how you you go that one eighty of a direction. Um, but man, that was uh, 
Yeah, dude. Like, it's wild. So, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I, I feel like there's another ball to drop. I just don't know. I don't know what it is. I, and, and obviously, Mitchell Mitchell's the guy who's been linked to them. I just – I don't see why the – it, there's not to me. There's nothing in it for the Cavs, who like they're trying to compete, and the Knicks aren't going to give you anything that's going to help. Like adding Julius Randle to the Cavs doesn't do anything. Like you're going to add just another another low post guy along with um, Mobley J- and yeah with Mobley yeah with, with, with yeah with Mobley and Jared Allen. So that that makes no sense. You know you gave up your two young guards yeah. that you could pair with Garland. He he stretches the floor a little bit more than those guys. I mean, he does, but like I I I wouldn't want to. You got at some point you got to you got to know what Mobley's going to be able to do here for you. And I feel like adding Julius Randall would just stun him. You know, you're you're just take you're take you're he Randall Randall's going to be playing spots on the floor where you want you want Mobley to operate to see if he's able to do. He's gonna be he's gonna be up for an extension here in a year. So, um. Now I don't think it. I mean, I don't even know if we can put the Bucks in that. They, they just lost back to back to the Pacers. That they're gonna. Giannis is gonna break my heart again. I can just feel it. By the way, uh, but I, I don't think this puts the Knicks in the conversation with the other three. I'll say the big three in the East. Um, but it, you know, I, I, I like I like how they maneuvered that and didn't really give up any assets to do it. So good. Uh, Good trade. That, I mean, that's the key. They didn't get it. You know, they didn't. They didn't sell the farm. Which I, I, I if I'm, I would love to know what the offers were um, last year that Toronto was getting. Like, if they were getting two first round picks for OG last year, and we're like, now nah, we're good. Like, man, what a fumble that is. Fumbled the bag, as they say. Yeah, man. I think that's it. I mean, we'll. You know, we're. I think that's the only real trade that we've uh, that we've had here. Um, all right, I'm cutting it off. I'm cutting it off. Yeah, sorry. I just, I just thought, I, I for, for some reason, the Knicks and the Bulls are on ABC on a Wednesday night. I don't. Is it Wednesday? Today. Yeah. Today is Wednesday. I, it's so weird. I have no idea why there, why there is a Wednesday night basketball game on ABC. Super weird. So that's why I gotten, I've got Knicks fever. All right. Here's what we're doing. You ready for this? Let's get jiggy with it. Week 18 football. Which, how many years are we into week 18? Three. This is your This is your three. This is only the third year? I think so. Okay. Maybe four. Might be four. Uh, I was thinking fourth, fourth or fifth. The Eagles, hold on. The e- Wentz's last year with the Eagles, they went 4-11-1. So that's 16, right? That's uh, that, that equals, yeah, right? 4 plus 11 plus 1 is 16. I don't know. Yeah, and then Jay. Yeah, and so Jalen's first year as a starter, they went nine and seven and got that wild card spot. So that was the first year of the seventh, the week. Twenty twenty one was the first year. That's okay. The, yeah, this is the third year. So this is year three. Yep, year three. All right, week eighteen. So, I, and I don't know why they're doing this, um, but they always used to just have all the games be at the same time, the last day of the season. Their last week of the season, so that you know nobody had an advantage. But we're not doing that now. The Steelers are playing yet another Saturday game. <laughs> Baltimore. Congrats, but is... congrats, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, streak continues. Another I'm, winning season, baby. I'm so excited. I mean, that's that's really all that counts. I don't care what happens now. Seventeen straight years, babe. We're you're, we're 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 approaching. We're like Tomlin's approaching the Undertaker's WrestleMania record. Like that's that's how historic this has become now. 
I'm I'm pumped. I'm <laughs> I could barely contain myself. Oh, so good. Um, so the Steelers are on the road in Baltimore. The Ravens have the one seed locked up. They are sitting Lamar, who is I think at this point the favorite for MVP. Nah, it's over. Yeah, that's over. Um, the Steelers are minus four favorites. The Steelers beat the Ravens earlier in the season. I was at the first half of that game. Yeah, how oh, man? They they really. Oh, how we do? How do we do last week? First off, but they really beat the shit out of Miami. Wow, uh, which was awesome because I played Lamar in fantasy. So fuck, thanks and CD Lamb. Thanks, thanks a fucking lot, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, nine and seven, my man. So two games over. So we are officially in the black. Even, even Stevens. And I, I'm so I, listening back. Which, I was, which is, which is super traceable if you go back and listen and kept track like we did. Uh, I'm so, I'm so mad because I, the again we could have got double digit wins, but like so Bucks, Bucks Saints, it was Bucks only minus two at home, and I, I specifically was like, is, is, is this one of those weird Vegas things where Vegas is telling us we should be picking the Saints and like. We're 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 gonna be stupid and give Vegas our money. I'm like, yes, yes, we are, and that's what we fucking did. Like, I wanted to go say it's because of the line, and what fucking bucks, and there it was, there it was, my friend. All right, do you want me to contribute in the last week, or do you just want to keep it going? I mean, I mean, all right, we'll keep it going. You ready? Yes. Like I said, Steelers on the road minus four. Uh, this is really tough. I. I'm going to go Steelers because I assume that Baltimore – I assume that Lamar is just the only name that they're announcing ahead of time that's not going to play. I assume the Ravens aren't going to play much of anybody, and the Steelers have to win to get in. So, although I – The Steelers technically don't have to win to get in. Not technically, but they – you need you need to, to control their fate at least. They have to win and not have Steelers to have – Steelers need to win plus Buffalo loses or – um. Pittsburgh wins and Jacksonville loses yeah. or ties. Yeah, I'll, I will go Pittsburgh because I I think just Baltimore is just going to put in all the all the subs. I, I just don't think they're going to play anybody. So okay. and risk and risk anything. Pittsburgh minus four. Yeah, what I don't mean, feel riding Rudolph. I do not feel good about it just because I I huh, for, for the whole season I'm like they're going to lose. This is the game they're going to lose. Uh, <clears throat> They're going to lose to the Ravens, and he's going to finish 9-8 and eight again and miss the playoffs, and it's going to be so amazing. But, yeah. go ahead, next. Texans on the road versus the Colts. And the, so – The Texans are minus one favorites over the Colts. Here, here it is. Give it to me. Texans win the division with a win or Jacksonville losing or tying. Houston can get in the playoffs with a win – or Houston ties plus Jacksonville loses and Pittsburgh loses or ties. And so so if the Jags win, they win the division. I, I, I bet the Steelers tie. If <laughs> That would be so amazing. If the Jags win. I bet the Steelers tie and, and, and miss the playoffs. That's, that's what's going to happen. My God, that's exactly what's going to happen. That would be so delicious. Oh God, please! Like I, that's, I nah, that's it's exactly just, what's the, the, the NFL gods have been have been mean to me this year. So I that would just that would be so perfect. So it's not going to happen. Um, the Colts 
win the division. But if the Jags with a with a win plus a Jacksonville loss or tie. Yeah. If the Jags if the Jags win, they win the division though, right? It doesn't matter. Like it they it's not like they win and the Texans lose. They if they win, it's theirs. Correct. Jacksonville wins the division with a win. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jacksonville can tie, and then Indy and Houston can tie. Yeah. And they can uh, the let's take the kid. I just just keep taking the kid. Okay. Um. That, so that's Saturday. Now to Sunday. Falcons versus Saints. Saints are minus three at home versus the Falcons. <laughs> What's going uh, on in that division? Who cares? Fuck them. I'm not, this division's so, such trash, and they're probably the winner's probably going to beat the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs, which is going to Tampa be... Bay can win can win with uh, win the division with a win. Yeah. Um, the Falcons can win the division at eight and nine with the Bucks it, loss and the Saints and beating the Saints. And be, yes. Yes. And the Saints win the division. A win and a Bucks loss. Yes. Oh man. Um. I'm gonna stay loyal to him. God, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Derek Carr. Get, give me, give me the Saints to pull this out. Art, they, the, the, that or uh, yeah, give it to me. Give it, give me, give me the Saints. Okay. Greed. Jaguars on the road versus the Titans. The Jaguars are minus five. Uh. Jaguars. Titans are going to win that. They looked, you know, I. They just looked so bad against Texans last week. So bad. I just don't. I don't. I, I don't know if they have any more fight in them. And isn't Levy's out, too? I don't know. I think Levy's is out. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. Lions. I, I would love it. I'd love to see the kid make the playoffs, man. I'd love. I would. That'd be a great story for Stroud. Um, I just. I don't know. The, the Titans. They just didn't look like they had. It looked like they had no fight left in them after the Texans beat. Oh, them, and like, the Jaguars did. They won, right? I'm just saying. Remember two weeks ago when you were like, they gotta perform, and then they didn't. No, I said that last week, and they did. And then remember, you said that for like three weeks in a row. I and just, remember, no, no remember that's not true. Uh, those lies, lies. In the playoffs last year when they were, they won. Oh yeah, that's right. They did win. <laughs> yeah, I said that. The Detroit is who and I said sucked. a few weeks. Yeah, I said Detroit a few weeks earlier. And All then right, they, De- and then they, Detroit yeah. is minus three and a half at home versus the Vikings. Detroit. Okay. Um, and Detroit already has that division one, so they might be sitting some people. They do, but they can still they they can still get the two seed if Dallas were to somehow lose. What game? What time's their game? One o'clock. Yeah, one o'clock. Yeah, so they because so they still have. They can still get the two seed if the Cowboys uh, were to lose to the Commanders, which is highly unlikely. But it did happen last year um, on the road, and who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll call some other uh, eligible receivers ineligible. All right, so li- Lions are minus three and a half. All the all the eligible receivers. Yeah, let's um, go Lions. Let's go Lions. Patriots are at home versus the Jets. The Patriots are minus two. Jets. Uh, did you say Jets? Yep, I did. Okay. Jets. Uh, Buccaneers at the Panthers. The Buccaneers are minus four and a half. Buccaneers. I mean, they're they they're gonna win by like seventy, right? They're gonna the they're, they're 
they're they're gonna win, and the Eagles are gonna be facing Baker fucking Mayfield in the first round of the playoffs, and this is just like gonna be terrible. <laughs> on the road, I might actually put money on that game for the Bucks to beat the Eagles or the Bucks to beat the, the Panthers. Bucks to beat the Panthers by like yeah. a lot. Yeah, the spread's kind of goofy, but yeah, again, same as last week with the Bucks, minus four and a half. Um, all right, Browns on the road versus the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are minus seven. I guess the, the Browns, Browns are the Browns locked in. Are they? They're locked into their seed too, right? Or can they move up? They must be. That's why. That's why they're minus seven. Um. Well, why would they be minus seven then? Wouldn't it be lower if they're locked in? You would assume they're not going to play. The Bengals are minus seven at home versus the Browns. Oh, the Bengals are minus seven. Oh God. Uh, give me the points. With the Browns. Still give me the points. Plus seven. Yeah, give me the points. Yeah. That's a lot of points, even for uh. Yeah, give me the points. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, Cardinals at home versus Seattle. Seattle is favored by minus two and a half. Uh, Seattle's got a win to stay in, so Seattle. Um. Yeah, Seattle needs to win plus a Green Bay loss. Loss. Yes. Yes. Um. Correct. Arizona playing better lately? Does that mean anything? <sighs> no, they just no. No. Okay. Uh the Packers at home versus the Bears. The Packers are minus three. Um I think the Bears are gonna win, but I I, I wanna root for love for uh for Jordan Love and the Packers to make it would just be awesome for them to make the playoffs the year the the year Rogers left. It would just be so awesome. Remember, so, like in the middle of the season when Jordan Love had a little bit of a downturn, and people after after being like QB one for like the first six weeks of the season, yeah, yeah, he was like awesome, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, the Packers got another Hall of Hall of Fame quarterback," and then like he hit a little rough patch, and people were like, "Oh my God, I, this guy's straight trash. They have to yeah. rebuild." Yes, and and then like he came back, and they're like, "Oh my God, the Packers just found another QB one all over again." It's just like. Good lord! Like, will you guys just let it one season play out before? <laughs> it, oh, it's the, like the media narr- the media narrative on Jordan Love this year has been such a roller coaster. Yeah, I agree. I want to see them make. The, I, I want. I want to. I want to see them make the playoffs. Let's do it. Go pack. Go pack. Go. All right, Eagles versus the Giants. The Eagles are minus five on the road. <sighs> this is they, tough. They need to get right in a hurry. Yeah, this is tough. They need to get right in a hurry, but. I actually, w- I wish they wouldn't play anybody in that death trap. Uh, I'm gonna go Eagles here. You got, I think, yeah, I think, I don't think you can afford to not try to get an A game together here um, after losing four out of five here after starting ten and one. Uh, I don't. A- AJ Brown may have may have may have galvanized them in the locker room today uh, in his media session. So um, the they how so what happened. Well, because like yeah, the the Philadelphia Inquirer's been like printing like stories about oh, there's the coaches and the players. Uh, they're at they're at war with each other. AJ Brown's at war with the coaches, and like AJ Brown uh, like sat had like a 15 minute like media thing today, and just walked through everything about like was defending Sirianni. He's like he's like yeah he's like he's like he's <laughs> when they were talking about Seattle how because Sirianni said they were 
You know, they designed a play to try to draw pass interference, and he sounded like an asshole. AJ Brown came out today. He's like, dude, he didn't do that. He's like, he's like, we improvised that play on the field, and Sirianni just fucking went and, and coach. He's like, and 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 coach just d- jumped on the grenade for us, so we wouldn't so and and took the and, and made himself sound dumb just to like protect us. He's like, we ride, we ride with Philly, we ride, we ride with Coach Nick. So he just, I don't know, he just basically put it all That's together. Cool. He's, yeah, and he was like, he's like, listen, like, we're just not executing. Like people were shit, so they so they ran a QB draw on second and sixteen, and every, everybody was going fucking nuts about it. And like AJ Brown was like, yeah, like yeah, and he's like, everyone's going nuts, everyone's going nuts about it. He's like, I'm not gonna. He's like, he's like, listen, if we made the right block on that play, Jalen gets a thirty yard touchdown. And like somebody on the media went back and actually highlighted what AJ Brown said and was like. Fuck, he's right. Had 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 they actually executed correctly, Jalen Brown, <laughs> Jalen Hurts would have ran for a thirty-yard touchdown, and he just took he just took accountability. That's why like, I, I haven't been worried about like like Sirianni losing the locker room. Like yeah, like this sucks that they lost to Seattle, um, and then they just lost to the Cardinals. The Cardinals things is more more concerning because the Cardinals are fucking terrible and they sliced right through that defense. But I've just never been like. You know, like again, this is this is what happens to teams that lose the Super Bowl. Like you go through a Super Bowl hangover, like you get like you're tired, you're exhausted, and they like again they like they played an insane schedule this year. So I just my my I am I have I have more doubt than ever that they're gonna <laughs> that they're gonna win a playoff game on the road just the way they've been playing. But I I I just I just like how Brown is you know he took full accountability today for the players. He's like yeah, he's like these these coaches aren't out there. It's not like the coaches didn't play a single snap this year. He's like, we're out there, we're like, we're not executing, and we got to get it right if we want to make a run, and we're good enough to make a run. Now, so. if, Matt, if Matt Canada was your coordinator, I can see it. <laughs> and listen, I haven't, I haven't loved the play calls either. Like, like they're not attacking the middle of the field at all, which makes no sense because like AJ Brown's a goddamn monster, and Devonta's so fast. Like, I that that is a little annoying. And maybe listen, Shane Steichen, who's doing great things with the Colts this year, maybe maybe a lot of that, a lot of the success was him. Um, like I don't have a problem. I, I never have a problem when the head coach lets his coordinators do their jobs because that's that's kind of the role of the head coach to like be overseeing everybody and to put the right people in place so he can manage the entire game and manage the team. So like, I, like to me, that's not a criticism on Sirianni or anything. Like you know, and Brian Johnson is his first year as coordinator. Like I I don't really like the play calling, but again, like there's little things that have happened that you know this this four out of five could be drastically different if they make three or four plays. Um, especially the Dallas game. Again, like AJ drops, AJ drops a dime from Hertz on the two yard line, right through his hands. Like that's that's a touchdown they're gonna get. You know, Devonta Smith drops a dime in the end zone. That's another touchdown. Like the game just, the game's just t- would would be just completely different. And and Seattle, they should have beat Drew Locke and not given up a ninety three yard touchdown drive. But I, the officiating was so fucking horrendous in that game. Like I, I still can't believe. Again, like Quez Watkins, they throw a bomb to him, which I don't like the play call. They throw like a 60-yard bomb when they didn't need to. He, he's getting grabbed by his jersey in the end zone right in front of the official. And like they call pass interferences on touching a player's hip 80 yards away from the play. Like I, I don't I just, I just, don't understand the officiating anymore, so I, whatever. I'm not going to get – like all right, next game. I, I've gone too much into this. <laughs> I, I, I Eagles. I was going to say, like how much do I – I just I'm just – I'm just so annoyed. It's just been so infuriating like – the, the right, over... let's, let's take a breath. There was too much. 
that's that's my whole Twitter. Nets Nets basketball and, and Eagles football because of all the algorithms. Like that's all I'm saying. I'm like, can everybody just take a break? Can take a, everyone needs to take a break and just be more. You can you can be a homer. I'm all about being homers, but just at least be an educated homer a homer at times. Like, you know. All right, everyone, back from the fridge. Take they a got, breather. They got, they got themselves a ham sandwich. Maybe maybe a wild cherry Pepsi. Here we are. Rams. On the road versus the Niners. The Niners are minus four. Rams apparently have a playoff spot clinched. Which just not, yeah, just not the seed. So kudos for them. I mean, they this was supposed to be what the first two or three games of the year. They went what over two and zero oh and three, and they looked abysmal. And I uh, did I? I don't here, know if I. I don't know if I picked the Rams as a playoff team, but I'm I, I you know I don't you know I don't usually Gronk spike, but I was I was I was actually saying watch. I, I think I I believe I said watch out for the Rams. Because I remember Goff making the joke, can you name anyone on their defense outside know, of Aaron they, Donald? They, they won in week one at Seattle, 30-13, and then they went, one, they went 0 and 2 after. So they were 1-2, and 2, and it was like, eh, are they going to do this? Yeah, and, and then, then they, they got, were, cup then they got healthy. Two and three, then they yeah. were 3-4. and, four, three and five. Wait, how, what were they, 3-6? and six? I think so, yeah. And then they, wow. they've gone on a little run here. Um, yeah. Uh, I, well, so they're, so they're starting Carson Wentz, and the 49ers are starting Sam Darnold. So... Um, I'm gonna say the Niners still win. I I, I don't know. I yeah, this is this is, this is a tough one because I both this teams is, probably are playing the Week but. 18 Blues. Although I gotta say this is pretty interesting because if you're the Rams right now, you're the sixth seed, right? And you're playing Detroit. You're gonna go. You're gonna go to Detroit and play the Lions. So I I think are incredibly beatable. They now they they performed much better in Dallas than I thought they were going to last week. But I think that is a incredibly winnable game for the Rams, especially with Detroit defense. If they lose, if they lose to the Niners here on Sunday, and Green Bay wins, I'm I, I th- you I mean you have the stuff in front of you. I think the Rams move to seven, and the Rams have to then go go to Dallas, which is a very uh, I think their odds of winning go down dramatically if they got to go to Dallas. Um. Could be, yeah. I don't have all those scenarios. I just have what they what teams need to make to get in. So, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, I think I think that's how that works. I think that they, I, I think they would move to seven. Okay. So, any hoodles. Oh, the Vikings can still make the playoffs. No, can they? Vikings win plus Green Bay. Loses plus Seattle, Seattle loses, loses. Plus, oh, yeah, Seattle, yeah. plus Tampa Bay loses. Okay, yeah. So I guess that's a thing. Or if they, or if the Vikings win plus Green Bay loses plus Seattle plus New Orleans lose. Good lord. Sorry, I, ju- I was just scrolling through to see if they had Ram scenarios and I saw that. No worse. No worse. Um, all right, Broncos on the road versus the Raiders. The Raiders are minus three. Broncos Raiders. Whew, man, the we, Raiders. We Stid- Stidholm versus Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, the Raiders really uh, <coughs> pulled the rug under us last week. Uh, you know what? I'm a, let's ride. Bronco country. Let's ride. Give me Stidham or Stidham, whatever Stidham. his name is. Uh, Chiefs on the road versus the Chargers. The Chargers are minus three and a half. Uh, Chargers. Chiefs ain't going to play anybody. They're locked in at three, I think. Yeah. Yeah, give me Chargers. Chargers are five and 11 this year. Good yeah, Lord. Get, yeah, they're trash. Who called that? This guy. Good call. Yeah, they suck. Cal- Cowboys on the road versus Commanders. The Cowboys are minus thirteen. The Commanders actually <laughs> actually did p- play Sam Howe after I don't I, for, I don't even know the reasoning why. 
Um, yeah. Uh, probably. Um, uh, probably Dallas. Dallas. Well, can't do probably. You got to pick one. Yeah, Dallas. It's uh, I can't believe they're. I can't believe the Eagles pissed away the NFC East. What a joke. All right. Bills on the road versus the Dolphins. The Bills are minus three. It's it's at the Dolphins. That is Sunday night. Joshy baby. That's the final game of the regular season. Joshy baby. Bills Mafia. We're going with. They uh what a I mean, man, what a what a run here this will be since uh it, it'll be one of my, my proudest uh my proudest calls if they if they went out like I said they would. After um, after the Eagles loss, and then uh, and they actually make it to the Super Bowl, I'm gonna I'm gonna Gronk spike the shit out of that. Now watch Josh Allen's gonna throw four interceptions and lose to the fucking Dolphins. <laughs> and if they lose, they're done. They're if they are they if they lose, do they can they get in? If I guess they can get in if Pittsburgh loses, is that right? Uh, Buffalo, or or if I mean, they if they lose, are they are they out? Buffalo can. Um, win the AFC East title with a win. Correct. Yeah. The if Bills can clinch a clinch a playoff berth by uh, tying, or Pittsburgh loss or tie. So they would hold on. Hold on. So if they if, win, they're the, they're in. They're the, they're yeah. The, uh, the yeah. But if they but if they lose if they lose they need they need Pittsburgh to lose right. Yes. Okay. Or 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 Pittsburgh to tie. If or, they or yeah. or if Jacksonville loses or ties. So if Jacksonville if 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 the Bills lose and Jacksonville loses, the Bills get in. Yes. Okay. So the Bill so the Bills can get in based on a couple of different teams losing. Pittsburgh losing, Jacksonville losing, or if Houston and Indians in a tie. So the Bill the Bills are so are essentially going to know what they need before but by before the game starts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because because the Bills again yeah. is just not fair, but. That's what the NFL does now. Yeah, and plus the Dolphins will know who their who their matchup will be. Yeah, that's a good point. Because then if you're the Dolphins and you're like you can pretty you can pretty much pick who you're going to play in the first round. Yeah, I guess. Well, you can. That's what I'm saying. Because if they'll 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 know they'll know if if the if they let the Bills win and take the division, like they'll know where it goes. Now I don't think I don't know that they would they would lose the game for a different matchup versus having a home game, but they could. You know, I mean, you could. Yeah. I just it's just gonna be fun when the Steelers tie Baltimore and then miss the playoffs. <laughs> oh, so juicy, so juicy, so juicy, so juicy. Be so great, but hey. The streak goes on. All right. You know what else streak goes on? Our parlay failures. We lost last week too, huh? Uh, Mine was wrong and yours was wrong. What did I pick? I I picked the football game. You picked the Rams. Yikes. The Rams won by (laughs) one, and they were like minus three and a half or minus four. Yeah, and they should have lost. How how is it possible to lose this many parlays in a row? We just stink. We're not very good, J.O. Should we just stop? Stop doing it. Yeah. Take a break. Take a take a breather. T- take another breather. <laughs> take a time. We're gonna take a time out. Take a yeah, time we're gonna out. go sit in the corner. Think think about our life. <laughs> it, so, it is it is it is almost impossible to uh, to lose these many and not even not even be competitive in them. 
It's so bad. It is. It, well, it well, really is. From from mine, the the Penguin game, it was. It was over under was six and a half, and they had six goals. And the Penguins missed a wide open, uh, empty netter to make it five to two. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. So, they the the under hit on that. So, gotta Got love that. Gotcha. Anyway, all right. Well, let's assume positions for the world famous two brew salute beer number two. Three, two, one. I only had the one nugget nectar, so this, 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 this is why we're not pumping those numbers up, Jo, because I'm, I'm cheating, I'm cheating the beers. Seriously, I'm cheating the beers. I just poured myself more wine. Nice, I love, I like that. I like um, it a lot. All right, so we watched, um, what this Nicolas Cage movie? Uh, yeah, see, this is see, this is why this is why. Uh, we're only killing it in Ireland because you, you know you come in like that. And there's the retirement plan. We watched the retirement plan, Jo. Okay, I should retire you from the podcast. Ouch! You pissing me. Hurt. You you're pissing me off. Your lack your lack of excitement is 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 upsetting me. I I I'm I, so, you, I just I said you... the name of the movie. What do you want me to say? You didn't say it. You I just said I just said uh, that Nick Cage movie because I couldn't think of the damn name of it because it, uh, it wasn't that good of a movie. I disagree. I disagree. Erroneous. I think it was a very enjoyable family fa- family friendly fl- film. It was not family friendly. <laughs> oh, but Nicolas Cage is out there snapping necks, man. Oh, it was so awesome. I dug it. Be- killing people with weights. I thought it was very formulaic, and I hundred hundred percent agree. I, I I not much effort went into uh, the plot of the retirement plan, which is essentially. Wait, a, I, I don't need it to have a good plot. I just needed to be zany. It wasn't zany enough for me. Yeah. So the the the, the whole the, the whole plot is uh, a husband a husband and wife. Um, Getting get in trouble with uh, a local the local a local Miami mob boss. They steal steal a flash drive, and they send it off. They send it off with their daughter to uh, the Cayman Islands with her uh, with uh, her got with her grandfather, who is Nicolas Cage, who, unbeknown to every the the entire family. Is some type of retired? I guess. I guess they don't necessarily say it was CIA, do they? They say it was the CIA. Ah, uh, they may eventually. Yeah, he he was a, he's a retired. He worked he worked for the uh, the U, the U.S. government, like black ops kind of stuff, um, as a as a negotiator basically, and came in uh, came in and settled settled problems by uh, slitting throats and snapping necks basically. Um, so he's you know he's he, he I, I they aged him up a little bit I guess they end up being his his seventies um, so you have the whole grandfather you know old old man granddaughter kind of kind of humor going back and forth for a little bit um, and then eventually the mob boss uh, finds out where they are sends down some henchmen the main henchman's played by uh, Ron Perlman who for uh, his name is Bobo which is great uh, for anybody any son of Anarchy fans uh, it's a guy who plays uh, Clay. Uh, I I thought he was I thought he was the best part of the movie. Um, I, I I thought him him and him and the granddaughter were uh, they had really good chemistry together, and I liked I just liked how you know he was doing the play with her and just um, you know I, I just I enjoyed their their back and forth as Nicolas Cage just one by one just keeps killing all of the 
all the mob bosses henchmen and he's just like what is it what is who is this old guy what is happening um and i just like his like this name bobo uh even when even winston from the ghostbusters made a uh made an appearance which was kind of cool so uh, yeah i didn't recognize him at the time but now you say that yeah it was winston yeah winston from the uh from the ghostbusters was 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 in it uh listen it wasn't it wasn't too long uh it, it was nick cage just basically being a trained assassin Killing people, uh, you know, you know, with some old old man humor in there. I, I just I never thought it got too serious. Um, no, it didn't. Even with the you know even even and they could have went that way with the angle of him. And, I, you know, I just with, needed it to be zanier to be to be like a good Nick Cage movie. Yeah, that's fair. I guess um, that, that that that's fair. I, I I liked it. I again I I I thought some stuff was funny. I, I just you know again I I really enjoyed uh, Bobo. I just I enjoyed Bobo. Um, I did think he was going to be working for the, the government as well. Cause he kept bringing up that character from, Othello, uh, from, uh, was it Macbeth? Was it Othello? What was she reading? Whatever Shakespeare, yeah, whatever, whatever Shakespeare book she was reading. Um, I thought, cause he, I thought that was what was going to happen there, but, uh, I, I dug it, man. I liked it. I recommend it. It's free on Hulu. Again, it. It's not too long. If you're just looking for something that, you know, something to kind of laugh at and, uh, and you're a Nick Cage fan. I, I I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I see the the one where Nick Cage played himself. I thought I, was, I still was haven't better. seen. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. It was better. It was zanier. Like it was funnier. This one to me was like. It was too formulaic and needed to be more bizarre to be a like a good like Nick Cage. Movie. Like like what could have made this more bizarre for you? Uh, like. Given, given, like you can't, like if you can't change, like the main plot of the film, like what, what would have done it for you? Like I would, I would have changed it more to like a grindhouse type of type of uh, genre, where like the violence is over the top and blood's like squirting everywhere, instead of like, you know, just kind of like campy stuff. Um, okay. I uh. So him, or, so him, him, him shoot, him shooting a flare through a guy's skull with it burning his mouth wasn't wasn't zany that part was well that part was funny but like all (laughs) all of them should have been like that like okay and just yeah it was it it needed more i needed more pizzazz didn't do it for you all right yeah like yeah i just i just needed more but uh it was i mean it wasn't fine it's not like i hated it i i don't think i would recommend people watch it wow that, that upsets me, J.O. Sucks. It's like two in a row. Two losers in a row. Oh, man. Speaking uh, of losers in a row, have you heard about this uh, movie? I think it's a movie. Or is it a show? It's on Amazon Prime called... Um, yeah, it's a movie called Saltburn. No, what is that? I, like, I, I read it, and I refused to watch it, and I was talking with some coworkers. I'll just read the... Read Saltburn? Yes, Salt Burn. I'll yeah, read the no. tagline here. Academy Award-winning filmmaker Emerald Fennel brings us a beautifully wicked tale of privilege and desire. Struggling to find his place at Oxford University, student Oliver Quick finds himself drawn into the world of the charming and aristocratic Felix Catton, who invites him to Saltburn, his eccentric family sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten. Um, 
and it's like the the poster is like this guy who looks like he's kind of flashing a guy who's out in a field uh for, but all we see is the back of the guy and it looks like he has his like robe exposed to the guy who's out in the field who the guy out in the field is in like a three-piece suit kind of thing okay so it looks like it's potentially just like raunchy gay sex out on this guy's um like sprawling estate okay is what it looks like for a summer never to be forgotten um okay yeah apparently it's like the the movie that everyone's saying like what you know wtf and it's just kind of crazy hmm okay i think i think you should watch it and let me know so you're not gonna watch it you want me to watch it though well i want you to watch it first and let me know if it's like if it's just too bizarre all right maybe maybe i'll add it to the list tech, the, tech. Pe- the people i was i was talking to were like oh it was so like we, it was so like bizarre and crazy and raunchy like i can't i don't even want to like say what happened like what's at, it called like, again salt wounds salt burn salt burn all right well, i'll check it out it's the number two movie in the united states on amazon yeah i just i just i hate anything on amazon it's just not user friendly i don't like it i don't like the amazon app and re season two reachers out i need to watch i need to watch season one of that yeah as i said did you even watch season one no did you no, I, no I'm not I, need, I need to get on that. Um, there's a. I don't think we would do it for next week, but there's a new Anna Kendrick movie coming out that uh, on Peacock. Or no, is it Peacock? No, oh, it might be. His, Hulu. It might be Hulu. His only son. I wanted to watch this. This was. Uh, this was about uh, Abraham and Isaac. I wanted to watch this. Uh, who's in this? Daniel De Silva. Sarah Syed. Oh, ah, ah. This would be cool. Interesting. I'll watch that on, on Amazon. Cool. I uh, I binged, uh, over the last few days of break, I binged The Bear on Hulu. Um, the Bear? The Bear. It's about uh, a, a, famous, like a young famous chef basically comes back to Chicago to take over his family's um his family's sandwich shop that's been been in the family for for generations um after his because his brother committed suicide and left it to him um i i don't think you you would know like so the main the main of course i lost it on imdb oh no i didn't the main the the main character is uh carmen um oh, shit i hate i hate imdb now uh, Carmen Brazado is the the character's name, but he's played by Jeremy Allen White, who um, I never watched Shameless. You didn't watch Shameless, right? No. Yeah, he plays one of the kids on Shameless. That's apparently where he started. Um, he's playing one of the, he's playing one of the Von Erichs in the Iron Claw, which apparently like people are saying Zac Efron should be up for an Academy Award for Best Actor, which is pretty fucking wild <laughs> because of this Von Erich movie. So I got we got to add that to the list when it comes on um, streaming, but. Um, yeah, Jeremy Allen. It's phenomenal. I, I don't know if it's up your alley, but it's like they say it's a comedy series, but like it's more like a, a comedy slash drama. Um, the acting, the acting is outstanding. Um, the, I think the stories, the story is really good. 
out of the out of the 19 episodes that are in between season one and season two they're only like 30 minutes like they're not long um like there were only like two maybe two episodes that like i just what like i wasn't really fully paying attention to i thought it was really good i for any listeners that haven't watched the bear uh i definitely would uh burt berthal plays the brother that committed suicide like Guys, guys, getting his paws all, all, all over. The only, the only, real, the only guy really from Walking Dead that's like really um, had outside success. Yeah, I mean, yeah, great. Like, listen, he's only in like three or four episodes, and obviously because when the show starts, he's killed himself. But um, you know, they have a lot of a lot of character, a lot of actors, like famous actors, are playing like little side roles in different episodes. Um, there's really not anybody. There's not really any big name actor um, as main characters. Um, but better, better call Saul or Saul, or what's his name? Um, Jesus, I'm, who the hell plays Saul? What the hell's wrong with me? Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. He's he's in an episode. There, there's a Christmas Eve episode. Jamie Lee Curtis plays the mom. She's only in a couple episodes though. Um, there's an episode that it's 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 a it's a flashback episode. Um, over Christmas Eve dinner, and it's just like it's like one of the most tense like episodes of TV I've ever watched. Like no one's dying or anything, but like. Just like the stress of the character, it's it's pretty good. I would, again, I don't I don't know that it's up your alley or you'd want to make the investment, but I was I've heard like really good things about it. Um, so I was finally like, yeah, let me watch these. And man, it was it was it was awesome. Cool. Um. Oh, did you said you had a list of things coming out in twenty? I did. So I got a I got a I got you said a list. That in a pre-call, didn't you? I did say it in the pre-call. You're right. Um, all right, so here's, <laughs> here's, here's, here's like the the highlighted movies um, that are out here. Uh, <laughs> Night Swim, which is a horror movie coming out January 5th. What? I have no idea what it's about, but it's on this list. So what? Let, what? How did this make it onto our podcast? I don't, I don't know. But let me. You don't I'll, know anything I'll, it's about? I'm gonna go through the big ones. Uh, Dune Part Two, March first. Watch Dune One. I think you'll like it. It's on Max. I, I okay. think I think I think you'll like that. Uh, and the trailers for the second one look really good. So I, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, Kung Fu Panda Four. I didn't even know wow. there was a. I didn't even know there was a Kung Fu Panda Two or Three. So <laughs> I knew two. Yeah. So there's a four coming out on March 29th. Are they any good? Kung Fu Panda. Like I, I don't know if you've watched them with your kids, but are they the any good? The first one is awesome. The second one is entertaining enough, and I don't think that I made it to the third one. Okay. Um, March 29th, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. What? I didn't see the – apparently the one that just came out. So, again, they, this is after – I, I didn't see him. I, I heard – I mean, Paul Rudd's in it, so it's got to be amazing, right? I heard, I, heard it was, I heard it was better than expected, so I may try to check that out before we get in there. The big one. April twelfth, Godzilla Kong: The New Empire. Fucking can't wait for that shit, man. Oh, okay. Just give me Titans fight. I mean, just give me Titans fighting on screen, bro. All day, every day. Uh, May twenty fourth, Furiosa: A Mad Max Saga. Did you watch? Did you watch any of the Mad Maxes? Nah. Ever? So you haven't seen the Mel Gibson ones or the ridiculous Tom Hardy one from like ten years ago. That people, I still don't know how people fucking rave about that movie. Um. I've seen parts of the Mel Gibson one, but I, I I don't think I ever watched it the whole way through. Okay, yeah, I've only I've only ever seen I've only seen the I've seen the original Mad Max with Tom with uh sorry with Mel Gibson. 
like the Tom Hardy one, I I get the visual, like the visuals and the special effects were incredible. Like the story sucks and Tom, and the story is just dumb. And Tom Hardy says like ten words the entire. And he's Max. He says ten words like the entire movie. Like I already went to go see. I'm not a like I don't I don't I'm not I'm not a sex. I don't like. Charlize Theron just hot, but she's not like a sex pot for me to where I'm going to see movies because of her. Um, I, I went because I love Tom Hardy, but he says like 10 words. I'm like, I was so pissed when I left the movie theater. But um, Michael, Michael's wife from uh, from Peaky Blinders, I guess, or I guess, did you watch The Queen's Gambit? I can't remember. Uh, I did not. You should. That actually is really good too. Really? Uh, that, yeah. Oh, The Queen's Gambit was awesome. And I don't even like chess. That was fucking awesome. Um, the actress from that is playing like the young Furiosa, so it's a prequel uh, gotcha. to to that. So that I'll, I'm really curious to see what the critics say because again, I I still can't believe how many critics loved the Mad Max Fury Road. May twenty fourth, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, I was super pumped. Did you? Uh, so have you seen? Have you seen any of the three that can, the three like the latest trilogy? I, I saw the remember. first two. I didn't see the third one. Oh, that was the best one, man. Did you got to get oh, your shit it? together? Oh, that was yeah. That I I still think it's one of the biggest travesties in Oscar history that Andy Serkis was not nominated for best actor as Caesar the Ape in that last um, Planet of the Apes. Man, all right, yeah. I I watched the first two with my wife, and we we've, we've been we've for well, it's probably been five or six years we've been meaning to watch that third one. We I wonder watched it. I wonder if that's on my Voodoo account. You could just watch it. Um, it oh, it did. It was the the story was excellent. The writing was excellent. Um, Woody Harrelson's in it. He is excellent. And I I just thought Circus was Circus was so good. I I really thought it was. I thought it was a long shot that he would get nominated because you know he's not you know it's the whatever I don't know what you call that right where he's. He's doing the acting, but like it's it's the ape, so they're doing like all the CGI yeah, yeah. and the the dots and everything. Um, it was it, it was it was so good. So I was really excited to hear that another one was coming. Even though like I think sometimes these got like you know these um, these production whatever. Or I do have it on my it is on my uh, my Voodoo account, so you can watch it. War of Planet of the Apes. Um, you know, like the what do you call it? what do you call it? The production companies. What do you? What do you? Whoever makes these movies, um, they get greedy when they studio? hit gold. The studios, yeah, they get greedy when they hit gold with some of these things, and they just go one too many. But like, I really, I I like what they've done. Apparently, this takes place like three hundred years after the last one, so I'm out. I'm out. The whole, the whole point, like I, I thought, I thought the best part about the first one was they set up Charleston Heston's characters, like that the you know the original astronauts going out into space like that happens within that first movie with james franco and i always thought that was really cool and for this to now be 300 years in the future and like you're never going to tie that in like i i'm out i'm not I, I feel like now you're just trying to make money off this so i'm i'm out i'm out i'm out on it okay june 14th bad boys 4 why what why bad boys 3 was abysmal I cannot believe Bad Boys Four got fucking greenlit. I can't believe it, dude. So bad, so well, bad. They, they made a ninety Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, but like, uh, uh, anyway. Um, June twenty eighth. Very pumped. A Quiet Place. Day one. Very excited for that. That's cool. That is cool. It's in June. Yes, June twenty eighth. 
Um, and they're because I I think they're bringing I guess I I think I guess, they can bring John Krasinski back since it's supposed to be like the first day of the outbreak. So so far in that series we've seen the first one was I don't know what was it, like a year after the invasion I think, and then the start of the second one showed the initial like couple hours of the invasion in like the first eight minutes like obviously it was only an eight minute sequence but they at least showed like when the town was first like the town where the main characters are were first attacked and then it went and you know went back you know went back to present day right after um the events of the first movie so this one i think is just going to be entirely like the first day of the attack I'm, i'm pumped for that this they've done a really good job with the first two movies um so and I I and again it's a movie where these people can't really make any noise or talk. So the acting has been just like very stellar. The only problem with something like this is now like those kids are fucking like 8 years older now. So how are you going to like de-age these children? CGI. The way, I, the, way the way they de-aged De Niro or whatever it was. I, I guess. That, that's the only problem with some of these now. Um but uh, I I'm I'm excited. I like that. And I'm I like I like I like Krasinski. I assume that what's his face can you know, um, Killian Murphy could be in it. I don't know. I haven't looked because I haven't looked on IMDb because I don't want to be spoiled by anything. But that'd be pretty dope if you get to see him kind of interacting a little bit more. Um, July 11th or July 3rd, Despicable Me 4. I don't know. I saw the first one. I never even wow. finished. I never finished the second one or the third one. Um, oh my God, July. That's in, ni- that's in July. Yeah, July 19th. Yeah. You should you should come out. We'll go to the uh, the drive-in movies. I could. July nineteenth, Twisters. What? <laughs> Twisters. What? So I'm I'm assuming this is a like sequel. The movie from nineteen ninety four. I'm assuming this is a sequel to Twister. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Insane. July twenty sixth, the one that most of us have been waiting for, Deadpool three, baby, let's go. Ryan Reynolds and the Wolverine finally teaming up in a movie. Let's fucking go. Can't wait. Woof. Uh August sixteenth, Alien Romulus. I I I have I haven't been watching these aliens or predators in the, that have been made from the year two thousand to the year two thousand twenty three. So I, I don't I don't even know where we all are in this saga of, of events. Uh yeah, no me either. September sixth, Beetlejuice two. Part two, 30 years later. You're just starting to make me mad with all this stuff. So Keaton still, Keaton can still be Keaton. Uh, there, I, I, I believe, um, what's the girl from Wednesday that everyone's like hot all over? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just getting progressively more pissed off the more you talk. So. <laughs> I'm just, you'll get excited for the next one. Um, oh, Jenna Ortega. They're trying to they're trying to spread some sprinkle some Jenna Ortega dust here. M- Millie Bobby Brown better get a fucking movie out, by the way, because Jenna Ortega is stealing her fucking pixie dust. Uh, September thirteenth, Transformers one. There we go. There yeah. we go. I have no idea what the one title means, but Transformers one. October fourth, Joker, Falla Adu. I don't know what the fuck that means, but a second Joker is coming out. Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga is playing Harley Quinn. November 8th, Venom 3, coming to a theater near you, baby. 
November twenty second. I this I I wanna I wanna I wanna stage a protest at a at a local movie theater if you'll come down. Maybe you can come down here for Thanksgiving. Gladiator two. I this is this is obscene. Of all the ridiculous movies and sequels that I just said out I said out loud, Gladiator two is fucking obscene. Why? 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 Gladiator two. Like I don't I don't I don't need a movie about Maximus Decimus Meridius in the afterlife. Just I'm not even gonna wa- I'm not even gonna watch it because I don't want I don't want the first movie ruined for me like watching Independence Day Part Two did for the original Independence Day. I'm just I'm just not doing it. Uh, I'm gonna skip this one, leave it for last. But there's a new Karate Kid coming out December thirteenth. Uh, December twentieth, Sonic Three. I I actually like the two Sonic movies. Yeah. Did you watch both of them with your kids? Uh, yeah, actually I did. Yeah, they weren't bad. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't hate them. Um. December 20th, Disney prevents Mufasa, The Lion King. I guess we're getting a prequel. Obviously, you know I'm all about prequels and backstories, so I guess we're going to see the rise of Mufasa. December 13th, are you ready for this, J.O.? Because I know you don't know anything about this. you ready? No, I'm saving the best for last. you ready? What's one thing that you want injected in your veins and could just could have tons of? Uh, Tons of uh, injected in my veins... You're, it's got. You're gonna say something about Marvel, aren't you? I am not. I'm no. I'm being serious. This isn't like a. Oh, this, oh, this isn't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not messing with you here, flop shoes. Um. Star Wars. I don't know. The Lord of the Rings. <gasps> the War of the Rohirrim. What? December thirteenth, my friend. What? I have purposely stayed off IMDb because I don't want to know anything about this movie. What? War of the Rohirrim, baby. Is it in theaters? I I think we're past like not putting things in theaters now. I think that's I think I, think I didn't know if it was like like a follow up to the to the Amazon. No, I, I no I no I, I think that they're planning on doing like several movies now. Really? Yeah. That might that might be depending on when um. Now, right. now I'm back. Now I'm like speechless. <laughs> I saved it for last. I went from being pissed to like being like depending. I'm, depending, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, yeah. I like kind of have like the jitters, and I like depending uh, on when they do the the war of their or I depending know, on I when feel they like a school girl. Oh depend, my god! Depending on when they release um the season two of Ring of Power, that that may actually be a trip that we need to do. If they if they if they're releasing that in um. In time, in like in cohe- like in like the first episode, like trying to sync that up. Maybe, maybe that is a trip. Then we hang out, we watch the first episode, then we go see this movie. Might, that might be the <laughs> that might be the play. Oh, had me choking. That might be the play. Dude, uh, that's, that, what she's, that's what she said. That might be the I, play, my friend. I now. Oh man! All right, that's December, huh? December thirteenth. Yep. Wow. War of the Rohirrim. Wow, circle the, circle the cal- date on the calendar. Yeah, I'm am cu- I'm, cu- I'm curious on the time period of when they're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, cool, awesome. Well, thanks for all that. Yeah, buddy, just getting in there. All right, well, for a pod that we didn't really have any, you know, heavy topics, and we thought we'd go super quick. Here we are, an hour thirty-five. So uh, we just need to, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You uh, you did a good job as per usual with your melodious voice and you know carrying the pod with with me just with my negativity and my what else what what other bullshit did you say? Um, I don't know. Go, go you. We got the you got a big win tonight. Maybe was that what I said? Oh, that was good. Su- Subaru and audio bike, baby. We're here. We're back. We're so fucking back. Seaton Hall, baby. We are so fucking back. All right, true. As per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talking about anything that makes you get loud.